To begin. Are you watching closely? To begin. Clytus, I'm bored. How to start? What plaything can you offer me today? In Life Itself, a memoir, Roger Ebert begins. I was born inside the movie of my life. I was born a poor black child. The visuals were before me. I was born in it. The audio surrounded me. Molded by it. The plot unfolded inevitably, but not necessarily. I don't remember how I got into the movie, but it continues to entertain me. We all are born with a certain package. We are who we are. Where we were born, who we were born as, how we were raised. We're kind of stuck inside that person. And the purpose of civilization and growth is to be able to reach out and empathize a little bit with other people. And for me, the movies are like a machine that generates empathy. It lets you understand a little bit more about different hopes, aspirations, dreams, and fears. It helps us to identify with the people who are sharing this journey with us. If you listen to Cock and Bull Minute, and judging by the numbers, you didn't, And that's okay. You'd know that there are certain things that... It's not that they make me like a movie more necessarily, but the movies I like more have these certain things. And one of those things was a sort of... A sense of melancholy. A sense of inevitability. That's why I have my existential trilogy of movies by minutes shows going right now. There are basic things I don't know yet about the last syllable of recorded time. My script that I'm still piecing together the ideas for. There's basic stuff like who the main character is. I know things, relationships he has. I know things he's going to do. I know he has to be a he because I don't want to pretend I can tell a story built around someone else as well as I want this story to work. I do want to include a diverse surrounding cast and make it so it's not just another white guy telling a story about a white guy. But I feel like my lead, and I do have an idea for a name for him, but I don't know if I want to share that yet. I feel like he has some version of the same background that I have. Because it fits. I realize there's this story that I've been telling time and time again for a long time. Long before I was as old as I am now. And it's about being old. It's about dying. It's about the end of things. And I've mentioned this on other shows. It came up on Cock and Bull. It came up on Dave Made a Minute. Definitely came up in Annihilation Minute. I grew up in what is effectively a cult. I grew up being told that the world wouldn't still be around when I was an adult. I think that's why I latch on to things like time loop stories. And why I latch on to movies. That story is always there every time you push play. And a time loop story is there time and time and time again, even before the credits roll. I mentioned this in passing last time. My time loop has a finite number of loops. At the beginning of the script, this detail won't be clear, so this is a spoiler for a script that doesn't exist. Every time the loop resumes, it is a minute shorter, and it ends at midnight every night. It's a countdown. I don't have the number in front of me, but I did the math. Gives you somewhere close to four years worth of days, except those days are getting shorter. I need to calculate the actual amount of time. But it gives my lead in his asides to the camera, his voiceover, his talking to other characters about what's going on, a specific way to track what's happening. He talks about what happens on 0900, and he means it's on that day that started at 9am. What happened on day 1406 
is the day that started at 2.06 p.m. It gives a specific complicated angle. There have been loops that are getting shorter and other things before. One I watched this week, and I'll be recording the Time Loop of the Week segment about it. Today, actually. It'll be up in a couple weeks. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s Time Loop episode called As I Have Always Been. Their loop is... The loop lasts the same amount of time, but there's a countdown. They're looping because they're in a vortex, and that vortex is getting closer with each loop. And there's other ones. That's the one that comes immediate to mind because I just watched it a couple days ago. But it also uses some of that... Uh, this hasn't been a time loop of the week yet, so I haven't really talked about it. The TV show, Daybreak, starring Tay Diggs. It's on in the 2000s. It's about a police officer stuck in a time loop. Last a day. He's being framed for a murder. Other things happen. But the thing is, if other characters make significantly different decisions because of his influence on the next loop, they will act differently than they acted before. They don't really remember they're in a loop, but they are affected by the loop. And my method of doing that is that cusp. Anything he finalizes as that cusp is there remains. So whatever he did before 2 p.m. on day 1400 remains. And there will be laments about some of those things, choices he made that morning that he can't fix anymore. Because a time loop story isn't worth telling unless it's telling you something about... The... That's not fair. It's not that it isn't worth telling. But the story I want to tell is only worth telling if there are consequences within, even though there can't be consequences without. Ultimately, the lead will be convinced that at the end of the loop, there's nothing left. It's not that the loop is over or he is done. It's that everything's done. But that doesn't negate the things he tried to do in the time he had. It's that Gandalf line. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. I'll get into more details in coming episodes. I got a bunch of notes already. Cut. Perfect. We, uh... It's a past. Stuff that dreams are made of. Another world. You still here? It's over, Johnny. It's over? It's over! Nothing is over! Go home. Nothing! You just don't turn it off! Go. 